everyone knows when a baby is born, a baby boy, the baby boy has a special celebration on Shabbos Kodesh, Friday night. And that celebration is called a Shalom Zachar. A Shalom Zachar means a welcome to the baby boy. And that Shalom Zachar is an incredibly beautiful event where many people get together and they sing Zemirais and they say Divrei Teira and they give brachos to the baby that is Gemir Shem going to have his brismila very, very soon. Well, that Friday night, Sammy's family had a Shalom Zachar for their brand new baby boy. Tati, Abba, Sammy asked his father on their way home from Shul, I don't understand. We're making a Shalom Zachar, which means we're supposed to say Shalom to the baby. That's true. But the baby is in the hospital with Ima. Mommy, I don't understand. How can we say Shalom to the baby? Are we allowed on Shabbos Kodesh in honor of the Shalom Zachar to use the telephone? Are we allowed to pick up the phone and call the baby on the phone to say Shalom? Nope. But then how do we say shalom to the... Oh, I know. Are we allowed to write a letter to the baby and say shalom and send it through the mail? Maybe, maybe, maybe send it overnight so that the baby can get it? No. So then why is it called a shalom zachar? His father said, well, I'll tell you why. Because we are giving brachos that the baby should have shalom in his life and he should feel comfortable in his life. And even though the baby is not here, when a person gives a bracha to the baby, it counts as if the baby hears it and as if the baby is here. But anyway, you know what, Sammy? We really have to hurry up because we have to eat our su'uda very fast so we can set up the table for all the people who are going to come to the Shalom Zachar. And that's what they did. They had a very fast su'uda. They had fish. They did not have soup. They had some chicken and some kugel. They did not have anything else. They didn't even eat dessert. And after Kiddush, Hamoitzi, and their su'uda, they benched, and they set the table. They put on the table trays of cake and bowls of candy. They set on the table bottles of beer and bowls of chickpeas, arbis. They put on the table some grapes, some watermelon, some cantaloupe. And of course, they put on the table some potato chips and some pretzels and some salsa and they didn't put on the table the chalant, but they were going to serve that when there were more people at the house. And they were sitting at the Shalom Zachar, and soon people were coming inside. The Rav came, Sammy's Rebbe came, Rabbi Feingold, the Manal came, all different people came to the Shalom Zachar, Chaim's friends came, even Ellie's friends came, even Sammy's friends came, even Sammy's not friends, like Avremel, came. They weren't all there at once. They came in and out, and Sammy was sitting at the table, and he was listening to all the conversations, and he was enjoying himself, when suddenly he felt a tap on his shoulder. And he looked to his right, and there was a man, a young man, a man from the Kolel. He had a little black beard. He was wearing his Shabbos hat and a very, very nice yellow tie. And the man said to Sammy, could you please do me a favor? Can you pass me a piece of cake from the plate that's next to you? And Sammy said, 
Sure, because that's what you're supposed to say when someone asks you to pass them a piece of cake. But then the man said, when Sammy's hand, when Sammy's hand reached over to take a piece from the top of the pile, the man said, no, no, no. That cake on the top of the pile, that cake is chocolate cake. I don't want chocolate cake. I want the vanilla cake that's under the chocolate cake that's in the middle of the pile. Can you please pass me a piece of that vanilla cake? Sammy looked at the man and Sammy said, with as much Derech Eretz as he possibly could say, he said, no. No? I'm not going to pass you this piece of cake. Why not? And Sammy said, with a very serious tone in his voice, because I keep Shabbos. And the man smiled. And the man said, Baruch Hashem, guess what? I keep Shabbos too. Now could you please pass me that delicious vanilla cake over there under the chocolate cake and away from the other chocolate cakes? Sammy said, I'm sorry, I can't. How about, the man says to Sammy, just pick up the whole tray of cake and pass the whole tray of cake over to me. And Sammy says, I can't. Why, the man asks, is it too heavy for your hands? No, Sammy says, it's not too heavy. So please, pass the tray of cake. I can't. Why not? Because I keep, don't say I keep Shabbos. No, no, I was going to say I keep the Torah. So what? There's an Avera in the Torah my Rebbe taught us. And what's that Avera? It says in the Torah, Lifnei, um, Lifnei Iver, um, before a deaf person, I mean a blind person, Lo, slow, Lo, Sitein, Lo, Sitein, Michshel? Yeah, Michshel. That my Rebbe taught us before, blind person, you're not supposed to put a stumbling block. And I asked my Rebbe um, what that means. And my Rebbe said, an example was, if somebody wants you to do something to help them do something that's not Shabbistic, you shouldn't help them. So you want to take the cake from this tray and do something against Shabbos? And if I pass you the cake, I'm going to be helping you do something against Shabbos? I can't do it. I can't pass you the cake. Well, now you're going to have to explain to me, young man. What's your name, by the way? My, my name is Sammy. Sammy. Why is it us on Shabbos? What's wrong? What am I doing wrong on Shabbos if I take that piece of cake? Oh, did you ever hear of the malacha called Borer? I did. Well, if I take off the pieces of cake on top to get to the piece of cake that you want, that's a form of selecting because I'm taking the bad from the good. The man looked at Sammy and said to Sammy, Sammy, do you like chocolate cake? Sammy's smile widened. He says, do I like chocolate cake? One time, my mother made me a birthday cake, a chocolate birthday cake. And I came into the house and my family started to sing happy birthday. And my mother said, okay, you can eat the first piece. Here's the knife. And I took the knife and I stabbed it into the whole cake and I started to eat the whole cake. Until my mother told me it was meant for everybody. That's how much I like chocolate cake. Okay. Okay, very good. So if you like chocolate cake, then it's not borer if you take the chocolate cake from on top because you like it. Borer means you're not allowed to take the bad from the good. But if you like chocolate cake, it's not bad.
Ah. Sammy said, you know what? But my Rebbe said that anything you have mixed together, that you don't like one of the things, it doesn't mean you don't like it forever. It means right now, do you want it? And since right now, I don't want chocolate cake. And right now, you don't want chocolate cake. That means that right now, the chocolate cake is called bad. And the vanilla cake is called good. And if I take the chocolate cake from on top of the vanilla, then it's like taking the bad from the good. The man said, okay, fine. And he stood up and he reached over Sammy and he took off the piece of chocolate cake and he put it to the side and he reached down to grab his vanilla cake. And then he sat back down and he made a baremi name his ownos and he started eating his vanilla cake and Sammy said to him, I hope you're enjoying your Avera cake. The man said, my Avera cake? That's right. Because you're not allowed to eat that, remember? You know, I think you should go back to your Rebbe and ask him more about the halachos of Hilchus Borer. Well, as Sammy was sitting there, he saw that the person across the table was deciding to eat some jelly beans. Some of you know probably that jelly beans are delicious. Raise your hand if you think jelly beans are delicious. Raise your hand if you like black jelly beans. Raise your hand if you don't like black jelly beans. Well, let's just say for a moment that the person across the table was picking jelly beans out of the jelly bean thing with a spoon. He would take the spoon, the man would take the spoon, and he would scoop up some of the jelly beans and shake off some of the jelly beans. And when Sammy watched carefully, it looked like he was shaking off any black jelly beans. So the next time he put the spoon into the jelly beans and he lifted it up and he was about to shake off the jelly beans, Sammy reached across the table knocking over a bottle of soda, a bottle of beer and landing flat on one of the trays of cake. Now his shirt was covered in cake and knocked that spoon out of his guest's hand and the spoon went flying across the table and the rabbi, the rav of the city was sitting there talking to his father. And the rub was sitting there talking to his father. And all of a sudden the spoon was flying and the rub's mouth was open. And <laughs> the spoon landed right into his mouth. Baruch Hashem, he didn't swallow it. That would have been uncomfortable. And the jelly beans, they went flying up in the air and started landing into people's drinks. Split splat. It was like, it was, it was like Makas Bara in the middle of the Shalom Zachar. Hail was falling from the sky. Delicious hail, that is. The man who was sitting across the table, the man whose spoon went flying, he said to Sammy, What are you doing? Sammy said, I'm saving your neshama. How are you saving my neshama? Because you were doing borer on Shabbos. How? Because you were knocking off all the black jelly beans. And the man said, No, I wasn't. And Sammy said, Yes, you were. I saw. The man said, I love black jelly beans. Why would I knock them off the spoon? So what were you doing, Sammy asked. I didn't want to make a mess. So I was brushing off or shaking off the extra jelly beans that were on the spoon. Well, anyway, Sammy said, all right, fine. So maybe I'm sorry. Maybe you're sorry. I apologize. And just then, the group at the Shalom Zachar sitting around the table burst into song. And they began singing a very famous song for Eshalom Zachar. 
Zara 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 Chayo Vikayomo Zara Chayo Vikayomo Which is a bracha that a person should have children and the children should be good children and grow up nicely and things like that. And they continued singing. Zara Dilo It's like and Sammy looked at his father and his father raised his eyebrows as if to say, what's the matter, Sammy? And Sammy got out of his seat and walked over to his father and in a loud voice said, Ta, Abba, I don't understand. What's the matter? Why are they singing about the Lamed Tesmelachos in middle of the Shalom Zachar? The Lamed Tesmelachos? What are you talking about, Sammy? Well, my Rebbe taught us a few weeks ago about the Malacha called Zora, which is the Malacha of winnowing. And they're singing, Zora, 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 Chaya, Vikayama. If you've Zora on Shabbos, you live a long time. That's not true. If a person does a Malacha on Shabbos, they don't get a good, such a good life. If they do it on purpose. No, no, Sammy. The word isn't Zora, it's Zara. Rebbe, uh, uh, you sure? Uh, I'm sure. Well, let me let me see. Um, hey, you with the funny beard. Are you talking to me? Yeah. Uh, Sammy, that's not nice to say to a guest. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, you with the beard that's... I'm not supposed to say it's funny. Sammy. Well, anyway, well, what's the first word of that song? The first word of what song? The one they were just singing. Oh, the, the Zura, Zura, Zura song? See, Todd. Sammy, come here, I want to tell you something. That person who's sitting at the table, that person is visiting. He's not religious yet. He, he doesn't he doesn't know the song. Is that why he has a funny beard? I don't know if that's why he's... Well, because his beard, he has... He doesn't have any hair on the one side of his face. He doesn't have any hair on the other side of his face. He just has a little hair coming out of his chin. And a funny mustache. That's called a goatee, Sammy. A goatee. You mean he, he's a goat? No, no, no. A goatee is a type of beard. Uh, it's goats. Goats sometimes have goatees, and that's why it's called a goatee because it's like a goat's beard. He stole the beard of a goat. Why did he do that? He didn't like his own beard. Well, the Shalom Zachar was coming to an end, and everyone was leaving, and they were wishing Mazel Tov to Sammy's father. They were wishing Mazel Tov to Chaim, Sammy's brother. They're, they were wishing Mazel Tov to Sammy. They were wishing Mazel Tov to Ellie, who was sleeping with his face down in his plate of chalant. He kind of fell asleep while he was in the middle of eating. I fallen asleep while I was eating. And when I picked my head up, guess what happened? My dog came to lick my face. No, I'm kidding. I don't have a dog. Okay, but anyway, Sammy's father said to Sammy and Chaim, Sammy and Chaim, could you please help me clean the table and get ready for tomorrow's suuda? Can you help me clear the table so we can go to bed? And Chaim said, sure. And Sammy said, do I have to? Yes, yes, yes. Please, please help me. Chaim, I'm going to take care of something upstairs for two minutes. And when I come down, I'll, I'll help also. But do me a favor, Sammy, listen to Chaim and do what he says. Should I do exactly what he says? Yes, do exactly what he says. Okay, Ta. Great. Okay, Sammy says to Chaim, what should I do? Do me a favor. Take those trays of cake and put them in the containers that are on the kitchen table. Sammy said, 
Okay. And he walked over to the tray that was holding cake. And he brushed all the cake off the trays. And then he took the trays in a stack, five trays. And he walked to the kitchen. And he went to the table where there were containers. And he took the trays and he tried to put them in the containers. But guess what? They didn't fit. Chaim, Sammy called. They don't fit. What? There's so much leftover cake? No, the trays. Chaim came into the kitchen and he saw Sammy with these empty trays trying to put them into these plastic containers. What are you doing? I'm putting the trays into the containers. That's what you told me to. No, no, no. I meant the trays of cake. Right. These are the trays from the cake and I'm putting... No, Sammy, I meant the cake on the trays. Oh, but Tati said I'm supposed to do exactly what you said. Do me a favor, Sammy. Please take these tray, take the containers, bring the containers into the dining room, and take the cake and put it in the containers. Okay. And Sammy took the containers and brought them into the dining room, and there on the table was the cake. Well, he went to one pile of cake, which was that pile of delicious chocolate and vanilla cakes, right, that were scattered through, and he took them and he brought his hands together, and he made them into one big clump, and he picked up the clump, and he stuffed it into the container, and just then Chaim walked into the room, and Chaim said, what's that? I don't remember that we had pudding. It's not pudding. It's cake. Cake? There are no pieces over there. Right, because I put them all together. Put them in the container. Fits better that way. Get more into the container. Hey, you know what? Do me a favor. This is what I need you to do. But I was doing exactly what you said. I know. Okay, do this. I want you... See how there's, like, on the table now, there's, like, different kinds of cakes? Mm -hmm. I want you to take each different kind of cake and put each the right cake, like... Like, if it's chocolate cake, put the chocolate cake in one container. If it's vanilla cake, put it in one container. If it's strawberry cake, put it in one container. If it's mushroom cake, I can't do that, Sammy says. Why not? Because that's called borer. If I select some cake and putting in a container and choosing other cake and putting in a container, that's selecting on Shabbos. You're not allowed to select on Shabbos. (sighs) Okay, fine. I'll deal with the cake. Could you do me a favor? In the kitchen is the big bag from the jelly beans. Could you take all the leftover jelly beans, bring them into the kitchen, and put them into the container? But do me a favor. Don't make a mess. Make sure the jelly beans get back in the bag. Sammy said, okay. Sammy went to the kitchen with the big bowl of jelly beans, and he saw the bag, and he put the bag standing up with the top open, and he's going to get the bowl of jelly beans full of jelly beans. He's going to get the jelly beans into the bag. He picks up the bowl and he begins to tilt it to get the jelly beans into the bag. Now, that's it's kind of a good idea sometimes to do that, right? But if you want to get jelly beans or you want to get something into another container, you take it and you tilt it into the container. But the problem is, did you know that jelly beans are wobbly and slippery and roly-poly? And so as he was tilting the bowl to put the jelly beans into the bag, and the bottom jelly beans were sliding slowly into the bag, the jelly beans on top of the pile were falling out of the bowl on the other side of the bag. So instead of them going into the bag, they were going past the bag onto the table. They would take a bounce or two and land onto the floor. And you heard the sound of the jelly beans hitting the floor. It sounded like it was hailing inside the house. Chaim came rushing into the kitchen. And he saw all the jelly beans landing on the floor. He said, Sammy, what are you doing? 
Oh, I, I was trying to get them all in exactly the way you told me, but they fell out. Stop what you're doing now, and let's pick up these jelly beans. So Sammy began to walk in the kitchen along the floor to get to the spot in the kitchen where Chaim was so that he could help Chaim start picking up the jelly beans. But along the way, he was stepping on the jelly beans. Now, jelly beans are sticky when you step on them. And they were sticking to his shoe and they were sticking to the floor. And now wherever he walked, he was leaving sticky spots. Chaim's like, Sammy, stop. We need to clean this up right now. Stop. Stop where you are and wipe off your shoes. So Sammy sat down on the floor. Oh, they! When he stood up a minute later, not only were jelly beans on the bottom of his shoes, they were now on the bottom of his pants. And they brushed off the jelly beans. And Sammy said to Chaim, I know exactly how to clean up jelly beans. And he went to the kitchen sink and he took a cup full of water and he said, I'm going to put it on the floor and we'll mop it all up with the mop. And he threw the water on the floor and then... Chaim saw that and he said, oh yeah, I forgot to tell him. You can't do that to jelly beans. You know what happens when you get water on jelly beans? The jelly beans get stickier and the color of the jelly beans, what happens to the color? It starts to become liquidy, right? Like if you put a jelly bean in your mouth and you suck a jelly bean and you take it out of your mouth, it becomes like clear, like loses its color. And that went onto the floor and now the floor became... Color, 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 no, not color. The floor became colorful. The floor became colorful and sticky. And, and just then, Sammy and Chaim's father walked into the kitchen. Oy vey, what is this, he said, as he stepped on the sticky floor. Um, I was trying to clean up, and, and I kind of made a little bit of a mess. Ta, Chaim said, is it possible that maybe Sammy could go to bed and Tati, you and I could clean up? Because I, I think Sammy's very tired. I'm not tired, Sammy said. I'm not. I'm not tired. I want to help, Sammy. The the basically, if you continue to help, then probably we're never going to finish cleaning up. Tati said, "You know what, Sammy? You can help with one more thing. Chai, what should you do? One more thing. All right, fine. This one he can't mess up on. Please go to the dining room and take the plates and the cups and the forks and the knives that are on the table." And bring them into the kitchen and put them in the garbage can. Well, Sammy went into the dining room. And he saw the plates and the forks and the cups. And he took a plate and he put it on his hand. Top of the plate, there was a fork and a knife. He took another plate and put it on his hand. And another plate on top of that plate. Another plate on top of that plate. Another plate on top of that plate. And then... He took a cup and put it on top of the plate and took another cup, put it on top of the plate and half of them were full of soda or water. And he started to walk towards the kitchen balancing his big, gigantic... When all of a sudden... Is it your fault when you sneeze? No, it's not your fault when you sneeze. But all of a sudden, Sammy felt a little twitch, twitch on, on his... And the tower of plates, cups, napkins... And forks and knives came tumbling down all over the floor. Ay vey, Tati said when he saw it. Why didn't you stack all the plates first? Then on top of that, all the forks? And bring the cups in separately? Because Marebi said, you're not allowed to separate things on Shabbos. It's borer. Sammy, it doesn't apply when it's not mixed together. The cups and plates were not mixed together on the table, were they? No. All right. Well, next time. You know what? Time for you to go to Shluf. I'll finish cleaning up. By the time his father finished cleaning up, 
it was time for Shachris. And the boys, they also were ready to go to Shachris, but they had slept a few hours. But Tati hadn't. The boys were really excited because after Shachris, they were going to eat a quick Suda. And then the boys were going to get a chance to visit their mother in the hospital and see for the very first time their brand new babies. After Shachris, the family ate a very quick Suda because the boys really wanted to go visit their mother. And they said good Shabbos to their Tati. They even gave him a kiss. Ew. And they even gave him a kiss. And then they went out of the house. And Chaim and Sammy walked together on the sidewalk, because that's safest, towards the hospital. And while they were walking, Sammy was talking about how cute his baby is going to look. And how he's going to play baseball with his brother. And he's going to color with his sister. And Chaim kept telling him, Sammy, when you get to the hospital, you'll see you're not playing baseball with anybody. You're not coloring with anybody, especially because it's Shabbos. And when they got to the hospital, they couldn't take the elevator because it was Shabbos Kodesh. But they walked up the stairs to the fourth floor. And they opened the door to the floor. And they came into the hallway. There, they saw a big, gigantic glass window. On the other side of the glass window, there were rows and rows and rows of babies. And Chaim looked at the baby rows and he smiled because there were so many babies. Wow, look at all those babies in the world. And Sammy looked at the babies behind the glass window and Sammy began to cry. What's the matter? Chaim asked him. Why are you crying? How are we supposed to know which one is ours? How are we supposed to know which is our brother and which is our sister? Sammy said. There's so many babies and it's Shabbos that we can't even choose one on Shabbos. Chaim Although normally maybe he would have laughed at Sammy, but Sammy was so sad that Chaim said, Sammy, let's first go to Ima Mommy's room and see if the babies are in her room with her. With tears coming down his cheeks, Sammy followed Chaim to their mother's room, 411. They knocked on the door and they heard their mother's voice. Come in. And Chaim and Sammy pushed open the door and walked into the room where their mother was, and a smile broke out on Sammy's face. There, in the room, were two little carts. And in each little cart, there was a little box made of plastic that was see-through. And in each little see-through box, which was kind of like a little crib, there was a baby. One was wearing a pink hat. And one was wearing a blue hat. Sammy's mother said, Boys, did you see how cute your brand new brother and sister are? Sammy, have you been crying? Well, I was because I wasn't sure how I was going to figure out which one of my brother and sister. But I see now I can tell because they're in the room with you. Yes. And actually, if you look at their foot, see their little foot over there? Isn't that cute? Well, around their foot, they have a special band. 
And on that band, it says our family name. And look at my hand. I have on my wrist a band also. And it says our family name. And the numbers on the bands match. So they know that these are our babies. Oh, Sammy was relieved. And he was so happy. And his mother said, Now, guys, listen. I have a special chance for you. You see, Tati and I talked about the fact that we're going to give you the chance to choose the names for the babies. And Sammy started to shout, But it's Shabbos Kodesh! You're not allowed to choose things on Shabbos Kodesh. It's Borer. Borer means selecting and choosing. You can't select a baby's name on Shabbos Kodesh. Sammy, his mother said, we're choosing the good from the bad. But Ma, when are we going to name the baby? Well, the boy, the baby boy is going to be named at his Prismila. The baby girl is going to be named on Monday morning in Shul at time of laning. Then Ma Ima, is it possible that it's not allowed to choose a name? even if we're choosing good for bad? Because the halachas of Borer, I think my Rebbe said, you could choose the good from the bad only if you're going to use it right away. If we're not going to use it till next week Friday or next week Monday, we can't do it yet. How was the Shalom Zachar last night? Their mother said to them, how's everything at home? And Sammy said, fine. And Chaim said, well, the Shalom Zachar is pretty good, but as you will look in the freezer, you'll see a big block of black and white stuff. That's the cake. And when you get to home, you'll see that the floor is kind of sticky and polka dotted with purple and yellow and pink and blue and orange. That's the stickiness from the jelly beans that were washed on the floor. And what are you talking about? His mother asked. Um, well, basically, it happened like Sammy was... Actually, his mother stopped crying. Before you tell me, Sammy, could you do me a big favor? Sure. It's a mitzvah, Bikr Cholim, to help somebody who is not well, who is sick, who is in the hospital. So, yes, what should I do? Could you go into the hallway? If you walk down to the end of the hallway, you'll see a big room that says patient lounge. In that room, there's a refrigerator. In the refrigerator is my grape juice. I didn't make kiddush yet for my morning su'uda. Could you bring me the grape juice? And Sammy says, sure. And he leaves the room. And his mother says to Chaim, Chaim, so, so tell me, what happened? Sammy was trying to help clean up after the Shalom Zachar. And Oyve, during the Shalom Zachar, he smacked somebody's hand. And he, I, I overheard him. And you know, Chaim, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. I'm sure Tati will clean it up before I get home. I'm not worried. And the cake, okay, so the cake is a little bit messy. It's okay. Just as they finished talking about some other important things that Mrs. Sammy wanted to share with Chaim, all of a sudden, they heard the sound of a nurse screaming. What in the world? And they saw, all of a sudden, a little boy. I mean, he wasn't so little. Come running into the room and dive under the bed. A few seconds later, a nurse, with her brows angled in an angry way, with her mouth shaped in an angry way and her ears letting smoke out, said, Where is that kid? And Sammy's mother looked up 
and with the sweetest of smiles, she said, Who are you looking for? That kid. I'm not sure if I know which kid you're talking about, she said. Uh, I don't know either. But some kid, some kid went to the refrigerator in the lounge. I don't know what he was doing, but he knocked over an entire pitcher of lemonade all over the lounge carpet. And if I find that kid, I'm going to get that kid in trouble. And Mrs. Sammy, Sammy's mother smiled and said, Oh boy, oh boy. Okay, well, well, if, if, if I figure out who, um, well, alright, I, I, I'll, I'll see if I can find the parents of that boy. <laughs> and the nurse left. And Sammy came out from under the bed. Ma, it wasn't my fault. What happened, Sammy? Well, Ma, remember you told me to get the grape juice? Yes. Well, in front of the grape juice, there was this big pitcher full of lemonade, but it didn't have a cover. Okay. And the grape juice was behind the lemonade pitcher. Okay. And the halacha of borer is they have to take the good from the bad, right? Okay. So I put my hand in to get the grape juice. Okay. And I pulled out the grape juice. Okay. But the lemonade pitcher was in front of the grape juice. Okay. So when I pulled out the grape juice, because I didn't want to move the lemonade pitcher, because that would be borer, and the lemonade pitcher fell out of the refrigerator all over the floor. But it wasn't my fault. I was not doing borer. Oh, you Sammy. All right. But you have the grape juice? Actually, I don't have the grape juice. Because when the nurse came in and saw that I spilled on the floor, she started to shriek loudly. I got so nervous, I dropped the grape juice. Oh, okay, so go get the bottle. The problem is, I had opened the cap. Why'd you open the cap? I, I wanted to make sure that it was grape juice. Didn't it say on the label that it was grape juice? Yeah, but I, I wasn't sure. Maybe somebody put something else in the bottle, and I wasn't sure, so I... Oy vey. So you mean now on the floor is lemonade with grape juice? Actually, they taste very good together, Ma. Did you ever, did you ever try lemonade and grape juice together? Oy vey, Sammy, but now we have to clean it up. Ah. Well, Baruch Hashem, Baruch Hashem, everything worked out very nicely, and Sammy's mother was finally able to get the grape juice. Sammy's father paid for them to come and clean the carpet. The nurse was happy with them. Sammy was able to leave the hospital and go home. And the Mirza Shem, maybe we'll have to talk about what happened during the bris.